When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, a.k.a. Mental Illness from TikTok, Mental Illness from Instagram, and also Twitter and YouTube as well. Also available in podcast form if you're on the road and you can't watch these videos. Um, If this is your first time tuning in, I am a diagnosed narcissist. I have narcissistic personality disorder. I have been in therapy for the last four years for this. I know it might blow your mind like, no narcissist, give me self-aware. I get it. Trust me, I get it. I've heard it all. I've been through it all. Yo, I'm in psychotherapy. I'm not a psychopath, but I am in psychotherapy. Um, if it's your first time like tuning in, the point of my platform, the goal of this platform is to bring awareness to cluster B personality disorders, like narcissistic personality disorder, borderline, antisocial personality disorder, all the all of those things, y'all. And in the process, get more people into therapy and validate the victims of the uh, abuse and things like that. Today's episode is going to be about the all-elusive silent treatment from the narcissist. Why do they? Why? Why does the narcissist go silent on me? Why? What can I do during the silent treatment? Things like that. So, first of all, the silent treatment is one hundred percent a weapon of a covert, overt, whatever type of narcissist you're dealing with. All of them will give you the silent treatment. You know, there's some variations of it and things like that. We'll go into stonewalling in a different episode, but this is about the silent treatment. No talking. No nothing. You know. Silent treatment is a form of control. This is literally a form of control. It just like gives a narcissist power to, you know, just shut it down, not talk to you. And, you know, communication is one of the basic human like, needs. Like, you need to communicate. You need to be acknowledged and things like that. A narcissist, like, you know, we thrive in the environment when, you, like, literally, that's when you can, we can strip you of that. I know it sucks and it sounds devious and, and mischievous as hell, but, like, literally, that's it right there. It gives a narcissist power to be able to cut the communication off with you and go completely silent on you. It's just the way it is. And, like, anything, like, y'all, you just never know what sets the silent treatment off. Like, me personally, I, like, when my wife used to um, just do, my wife used to do stuff. And, like, she'll say something about, like, we, it's about my stepson. She would just say something about my stepson. It would trigger me. And I was just like, you know, ain't no talking to her. Ain't no, like, she don't, she don't want to listen. She don't deserve to hear my voice no more. And I would just shut it down. For days at a time, like ignore her. When they acknowledge her, she texts me like, "Bloop!" This is it's like she didn't even exist. You know, I know that got on her nerves and stuff like that. But now, like I said, been in therapy for four years. I still do it here and there, but I can I can catch myself now, because y'all, I'm like I'm. This one thing that people keep trying to put on me. They keep they keep saying that I'm a, a narcissist in recovery. I have never used those words before. I've never said I'm a narcissist in recovery or recovering narcissist, anything like that. All I say is I am a diagnosed narcissist that is in psychotherapy. I've been in therapy for four years. That's all I say. I don't say I'm recovering. I don't say I'm healing. Literally just say I'm in therapy, working on it, <laughs> working on my behaviors. That's all I say. And so the silent treatment is one of the behaviors that I'm working on because I can I know nowadays when I'm doing it, I'm like, dang it. And one of, the mo- one of the worst things to do after the silent treatment, after I realize it, is to just uh, talk, elbow my mouth, and apologize and talk. If you're watching this in the, watching this in the video, like you see me sweating right now because I just like it makes me uncomfortable even talking about it, you know? Because I just know it's just stupid. It's just dumb to shut it down, like over little petty stuff like that. You know, sometimes like, you know, another question I get a lot is like, can a narcissist love you? And I always say 
narcissists, like most, a lot, a lot of narcissists can love y'all. I don't say, I, I, can't, I can't even put a number on it. Like a normal narcissist, I can love. But I just feel like the love from a narcissist is truly, truly conditional. And like, you don't know how, you know, you don't know what the conditions of it are. You know what I mean? You just don't know um, what what the conditions of the love are. And you, if you violate one of the conditions, you like the love is taken away from you. The communication is taken away from you. That's when the silence is applied. Like you can do something. You can literally go out, have a good time. You feel like you're having a good time with the narcissist or whatnot. And then all of a sudden you ride home silent. You trying to talk like, hey, how you doing? You have a good night? They just driving or in the passenger seat silent as hell. You just don't know what you've done wrong. And the crazy thing about it is like, the, <laughs> y'all, you'll be begging and pleading for the narcissist to talk to you. And the whole time they're like, they understand, they hear you, they are vibing with you. I mean, they're not vibing with you, of course, because they're not talking to you. They are just ignoring you, but they, they hear everything. They just they literally are ignoring you. I remember just hearing everything she said, taking it in, and just not responding. Just like, okay, cool. And it could be, like I said, you just, and a lot of times you never, the narcissist will never tell you why they are shutting down and going silent on you. They just won't say it. They, you, pretty much, they go silent on you, and you have to figure out what you did. It's like, it's like you know, like a, um, I would say like an Easter egg hunt. For whatever the, the, the condition you violated to get the silent treatment, and except this Easter egg hunt, there's no eggs. You just hunting. You just like you literally hunting for Easter eggs. The, the narcissist did not plant the eggs anywhere, but you had to hunt for the Easter eggs to find them to try to you know appease this person to try to get this person to speak to you. And you don't know what you did wrong. You just start you know you just start blindly apologizing. I'm sorry for whatever I did. Can you talk to me? Can you please talk to me? What what do I do wrong? Can you tell me what I did wrong so we work through this? And you might end up crying and begging and pleading and stuff like that. Narcissists, you know, they looking they looking directly at you, not even phased. You're crying, begging, pleading. They're looking directly at you, like, mm, cool, Cry, tears, nice, nice tears. You know, they might get power off your tears. Some, some of them might get turned on by you crying. It's just, yeah, everybody's different. You might start crying. They might, this, they might break the silent treatment for them right there. When you start crying, they'll just look at you like, mm, it's time to go to the bedroom. Bedroom time. Okay, I'll talk to you now. Which you know, we'll just talk while we're doing it or whatever. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. It might, like I said, it's some of them, some of it's just strange. Some of it will turn some of them on. And I know people ask me to like the narcissist just stares at me like this dead stare when I'm crying. I'm like, because they don't understand why you cry. They don't understand the emotion, the emotions behind why you were crying. I remember seeing my wife cry. I was like, dang, like what is she crying for? You I mean I, what? Okay, I, I don't know what to do for it. I just you know, so you just stare like the blank stare. It's like. Mm. If y'all are looking at me on the YouTube, I'm just staring. <laughs> it's just like the, the narcissistic stare. Um, and another reason why a narcissist can give you the silent treatment is um, they are embarrassed or they've been caught up. Like you might catch a narcissist in a bold-faced lie or, you know, catch them cheating or something like that. And they will go completely silent on you <laughs> to avoid, you know, confessing or to avoid accountability. Like the narcissist will, like you, you will catch them in a big-ass lie well, they like literally, you have them dead to rights. Like, there's no way out of it, and, they, and their only way out of it is to go silent. They, they just, you know, plead, they plead the fifth. I'm not talking about without my attorney, but there's no attorney. You know, they just literally plead the fifth on you. Don't talk. Don't say anything to you, and that's it. Like, you got to deal with it just like that. That's 100 percent how you have to deal with it from that point forward. You got to deal with it on that. Wow, it's, it's like oh, it's just crazy. Like, you literally, you'll catch him up. Hey, can you just confess so we can work through this? And they'll, they'll go silent on you. Hey, I caught you doing it. I went through your phone. I caught you doing this. Silent. They give you the silent treatment. Based. They they give you the silent treatment as punishment for you catching them in a lie or cheating or doing something uh, out of or doing something that they shouldn't have been doing. They'll go silent on you, you know, to avoid accountability. 
and then they'll, and you end up apologizing to them to get them to stop being silent. You know, you literally apologize to a narcissist to get them to stop being silent after you caught them cheating, after you caught them lying to you. You know, after you caught them being going somewhere where where they wasn't supposed to go. You know what I mean? It is a wild existence. It's a wild experience like that. You know, it's just like you end up apologizing. You feel bad. You're like, why? Why the hell did I apologize to this person for catching them in a lie? For cheating, for whatever, you know, and that's the cycle right there. And like I said, the only the silent treatment can last for whatever. And this is my, these are my recommendations for dealing with the silent treatment. If you made it this far in the video, thank you. If these are my recommendations, the narcissist, <laughs> the self aware narcissist recommendations for dealing with the silent treatment. Enjoy number one, enjoy the silence. Sometimes you get sometimes you, the narcissist won't ever shut up. Sometimes they're just super talkative and super loud and super annoying, but now they're quiet. So learn to enjoy the silence. Like, oh goodness gracious, I can go, you know, I can go record my music right now. I can go chill. I can go watch the movie I want to watch right now. I can go do what I want to do right now. And learn to enjoy the silence within reason. Because some people, y'all, be careful. Some of these people are dangerous. And it, it, you, if you, if they see you enjoying them being quiet, that their silent treatment is not a punishment to you, then they will, they will break that silence a lot of times. It might be, it might be to argue with you. You know what I mean? But like, enjoy that silence. Learn how to like, go read a book. Like that's super quiet. I can read my book. I can, you know, I can get on TikTok and watch Mr. Hill, watch Mental Illness. You know, you can do, you can do anything you want to do. <laughs> um, but yeah, enjoy the silence. Number two, speak your truth during the silent treatment. Because a lot of times when a narcissist gives you the silent treatment, like I've done this before, y'all, I'm speaking from experience. When the narcissist gives you the silent treatment, important things will happen in life. Like where you have to be talking, you have to communicate. And because the narcissist is not talking to you, you assume that you don't need to share it with them. You're like, okay, I'm just not, okay, we're not talking, so I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you about the schedule change. I'm not going to tell you about this. And that will cause a whole other argument. When the side of treatment is finally broken, you'll argue about that. That's another argument coming right there. So whatever you have to tell them, if it's important, say it. Say it to them. Make sure you say it to them. Say, hey, look, I just need to let you know this, 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 this. You can continue being silent. I just needed to let you know that there were some changes to the schedule or let you know that we're going here instead of here. Let you know that these people are coming over and not these people. But if it's something important, make sure you share it with them. Because if you don't, it will be held against you later on. You know, don't expect a response. Don't go into it expecting a response. Just literally just share your truth. Say, what you're on, say what's on your mind and keep it moving. Say what you need to say. It's important date, important time. Say what you need to say. Just say it. You know what I mean? You just have to say it because, like, if you don't say, it, I'm telling you, it will come up later on in an argument. It'll come up on later on in a situation like that, and will come up, and you'll get in trouble. As childish as that sounds, y'all, you will literally get in trouble. Like, why did you tell me that? What you you're being silent to me? I can't. Why? I, you, I didn't know you were talking to me. You still could have told me. You still you knew that was important to me. You still you still should have told me. I don't care if I wasn't talking to you. You didn't deserve me to be talking to you. You still should have you still should have told me that. So just tell them. Just tell them. Just say it. Look, hey, look, I need to say this. Uh, or send a text message to them or something like that. Whatever you need to say, send a text message to them, say it. Just let them know that it's been said and you, you had that you, it's not your fault if they don't show up. Hey, we have to be here at five o'clock for the kids thing. Um, just let you know. If you don't show up, cool. You know, it's not my, it's not my fault if you don't show up. You don't have we don't have to ride together, whatever. I know this and this is specifically for uh, this is not specifically for I was gonna, I was gonna say this is specifically for people who are not leaving. But this is sometimes for people who are leaving to protect yourself, to protect your peace. Like you know, the whole like you know, so that's what I said. That's how you like. That's how you kind of hold them accountable. Just like let them know. Take this. How you take your power back right there? Because like I said, I've done solid treatment plenty of times. I did it very recently. People ask me, um, do you still do these tactics and stuff like that with, with your wife and people now? Oh like, yes, I'm still a narcissist. I'm still. Uh, I can't get rid of it. It's not going anywhere. So I have to. I mean, 
there's been some behavior modifications, but like I'm still 100% a narcissist, and that, like I said, I've had to accept that, and that's how I've been on this journey. I've had to, this journey of, of acceptance of this is who I am. This is not this does not determine who I am, but this is this is I'm just a narcissist, you know. That doesn't have to mean that doesn't that doesn't have to be like a death sentence to me, to my my social life, to my love life, to my parenting life, to my life in general, to my goals and aspirations. It's because I'm a narcissist does not mean I have to be a terrible person. You know, some of them choose to be terrible people, y'all. Some of them do. Some of them will get diagnosed and, you know, <laughs> some of them will literally get diagnosed and choose to be terrible people because now they have that excuse like, hey, look, I have a personality disorder. So accept me for who I am or don't. I'm going to treat you how, I'm, how I've been treating you because this is who I am. I can't help it. I can't help it. I'm, I can't help it. I'm sick. You know what I mean? Now they're the victim. They're making you the victim of something, but now they are the victim. We're the victims now. You know what I mean? So that's what they did. That's the side of trivia in a nut in a nutshell right there, and it could be triggered for whatever reason, you know. And a lot of times when the side of treatment finally ends, you know, I'm, I've seen people I've been talk, doing one on ones with people. The side of treatment lasts for months. Like, how do y'all live with people not talking to them for months? You know, but like I said, sometimes you just enjoy the silence. You just can't break it out of them. But like, in in, in all actuality, when they are being silent to you, they are teaching you how to live without them, how to live without their communication, how to live without their like. You, they still you still have that presence. You you know. They're literally teaching you how to live without them and process life without them and go about life without them. And it tip, and it backfires. Sooner or later, it does backfire. You know what I mean? So you got to stand in your truth, stand in your power, stand in your presence. And just, you know, I ain't telling you take it. I'm not telling y'all to take it. Like, sometimes you just got to leave. Like, if they keep giving you the solid treatment and you're not getting stuff done and stuff is falling behind, like, you're missing bill payments and, you know, you're, you're losing friends and family because y'all not talking and making appointments and stuff like that, you, got, you might have to bounce. Sometimes you have to remove yourself from the situation. Sometimes sometimes you just have to remove yourself. Sometimes you just got to realize, like, hey, this ain't me. I can't do it. You know? And it's fine. They'll talk to you then. I guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee your ass leave. They'll try to talk to you. You know what I mean? I guarantee that. I can guarantee you all that one. You know what I mean? But sometimes people, like I said, again, the silent treatment can be used to push you away. You know, I talked about it in my previous video about how sometimes a narcissist will drive you so crazy and you and a, a narcissist will drive you so crazy treat you so terribly and they'll push you away and make you discard the narcissist make you be the one to break up with them so they can they can move on with their lives so they can go pick somebody else so they they can go be with the person they've been cheating on you with you know so the side of treatment could be a form of them doing that you know a side of treatment could be 100% a form of them pushing you away to the for the point so they can go they can move on and be with somebody else and also, so you can move on and be with somebody else, too, that deserves you. And, like, don't, like I said, y'all, you deserve communication. You deserve to be talked to and spoken to. I know that. I mean, I'm a narcissist, y'all, and I, and, I, and I know that. I've come to terms that you deserve to be spoken to. Sometimes, like, I don't, sometimes I feel like you don't do it. I, sometimes, you know, I get in the moments where I feel like you don't deserve it because, like, I'm a narcissist. Like, you don't even deserve my, you don't even deserve my words today. You have gotten, you have like, literally gotten on my nerves to the point where I don't even feel like you deserve my words. And that sucks to think and it sucks to act on it. It sucks to do it to your wife. And, you know, I don't do it to my kids as much. You know, I just, it's really like my wife and oh, well, my brothers and stuff like that, too. When my family members get on my nerves, when they don't do it <laughs> back in the day, when they they wouldn't do what I said or take my suggestions and stuff, I'll get them the silent treatment, too. I wouldn't talk to them for a while. My mama, not silent treatment. Man, it's silent treatment. Hit your mama with the silent treatment. She texts you, calling you, whatever, and you, you, get, you didn't give her the silent treatment. Your mama. You know what I mean, you only get one of them. So that sucks, you know. I hate that. But that's what therapy is for. That's why I'm in therapy. So I won't give my mom the silent treatment. I get to appreciate her while she's here. You know, appreciate my family and kids while they're here, while they're young, still in my house, and things like that. But y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning into another episode. I know I got started rattling on a little bit at the end. 
But I just leave to let y'all know I really truly appreciate every single one of y'all, every single like, comment, share, whatever y'all get. I know I got building up a team of enemies now as well. Somehow, like I don't know how y'all, how y'all, how I have enemies now. Well, I kind of do. Like the crazy thing, you know what the crazy thing about it is? Like a lot of my enemies are also people with personality disorders. Like why are y'all? Like I'm trying to bring this to the forefront so we can live better lives and you know we can get more people help and like this can be pushed to the forefront. But like people, y'all argue with me. Hey Lee, you're adding to the stigma of narcissism. How? My existence is anti-stigma. My existence, and what I mean by stigma is the fact that like even I had a video go viral the other day on TikTok. So I know I, I, I don't keep going. I had a video go viral the other day on TikTok, and people kept duetting it and stitching it and like re- making reactions to the video, saying that they want want to not like me. I'm like, why do you not want to not like me? You don't know me. Just because I led the video, off, I led the video off by saying my name. I, hey, I have narcissistic personality disorder, and that automatically made people not like me. That's the statement I'm trying to break right there. It gets to the point where I want people. I, I want to be open enough to tell people. Like if I ever have to go into the dating world again, I want to tell people like, hey, look. I do have narcissistic personality disorder. I've been in therapy for this long, and I'm working on it. You know, I'm working to be a better person. I just need to be upfront with you, and I want to be comfortable enough to say that. I want to be comfortable, comfortable. I can't even talk right now. I want to be comfortable enough to tell my family and friends. Well, they already know. I want everybody. I want other people to be comfortable enough to tell their family and friends, like, "Hey, look, I'm a narcissist. I have a, I have a disorder. That's why I've been this way. I'm going I'm to work on it though. I'm going to get better. I want relationships to get better." I want you know boyfriends be able to go up to their girlfriends or fiancés and say, hey, look, girlfriends go up to their fiancés or boyfriends and say, hey, look, I think I had this person out of this order. I don't, I don't, I need help, and they go get help, and they live happily ever after, or do they? Find out next time on the Narcissist Code Part Thirty. I forgot what episode this is. But anyway, y'all, <laughs> I know I got the rambling at the end. I'm passionate about this thing. Thank y'all so much. And y'all go back and watch my live video with uh, Miss Haven Lyons today. It was a great video. We're going to do another live. She has antisocial personality disorder plus borderline personality disorder. She is a special human being. And she's one of my peeps now. So Haven Lyons, if you're looking at, if you're watching this, you listen to this, I'm thankful for you. I love you, girl. Peace out, y'all. Thank you.